she looked me in the face and she says, aren't you embarrassed to share what you went through? Why do you share so out loud? Doesn't it bring you shame? Isn't it so private? Doesn't it make you feel weak? People really still believe that mental illness is weakness. Is there something that's preventing you from achieving your goals or interfering with your happiness? Maybe it's anxiety or stress. BetterHelp.com will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online with a broad range of expertise available depending on what you need and the services available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send messages to your counselor. BetterHelp.com is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches that make it easy and free to change your counselors if you need to. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp.com wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit BetterHelp.com slash hope to recharge. That's BetterHelp dot com slash hope to recharge and join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You'll also get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com slash hope to recharge. Hello and happy summer to you all. Hope to Recharge podcast. Thank you for joining me here. Thank you for following us. We have had so many, so much growth in the last few months. It was like an explosion. And I'm going to share with you what I think. But first of all, I want to give you some updates on what's going to be coming up in the next few months. I want to thank you for being a part of this community. I want to thank you for giving us your feedback. Your feedback is so important to us. Thank you for anyone that gave us a rating on Spotify. If you're on Spotify, can you take a moment? It will take less than two seconds to go to our podcast. And on the top, there's a star and you can rate our show. If you think that we are deserving of a rating, please give us every rating counts. And if you are on iTunes, please give us a review. We are so grateful to any person that stops and pauses and gives us a rating and review. Now, the last seven weeks, we have been sharing about relationships, divorce, marriage, and what I am seeing that the world is craving understanding of intimacy, relationships, breaking taboo on divorces. The downloads, thousands of downloads the past month from the last seven episodes, from episode number 197 till last week's episode, it just keeps on growing and growing. Our community is just growing and growing and the downloads are growing and growing. So the bottom line is we're wired for connection. We are born wired for connection and we want true relationships and honest relationships with ourselves, with God. God, with our loved ones, we're looking for intimacy. We're looking for true intimacy. And unfortunately, being so involved and connected to Hollywood TV and movies and social media, we have this perception of what true intimacy is, but it's not the reality. So the last seven episodes were epic, really epic. I highly recommend going and listening to them. How to live with intimacy with somebody that's on a different path faith-wise. How does a couple go through divorce and still keep integrity and a kind relationship versus hatred and resentment? How do we cultivate happy marriages? How do we train our children to have good relationships with themselves, with their friends, hopefully with their with their spouses? How do we show up as role models as parents? This is all in the last seven weeks of our episodes. I highly recommend you go listen. I see that the downloads are just increasing 
So don't miss out. Now I'm going to just give you a short update of what's going on with Hope to Recharge. Next week, we're going to be publishing a episode that I recorded with somebody that brings me so much joy every single day. I found her on Instagram, actually my friend Alyssa, which she's always thinking about me. Alyssa is one of my biggest cheerleader and she always thinks about me and she sends me things that she knows that will either inspire me or make me laugh or resonate with me. She sent me this Instagrammer. Her name is Anna Prez and I adore her because she says it like it is and she does it through laughter. So she takes mental health and she takes challenges that we all have in our lives and she turns it into comedy, but with a lot of inspiration, not just laughing, but really talking to our souls and what we are telling ourselves, but we don't want to listen and we don't want to understand. So that's coming out next week. I can't wait for you guys to follow her because she's so fantastic. I feel like I owe her so much gratitude. I try a few times a week to reach out there and just say, thank you for bringing joy into my life. Thank you for making me laugh. Thank you for saying the words that are there hovering in my mind, but I don't know how to say them. And you say it so perfectly. She's so talented. Oh my God. That's coming up next week. And then I'm going to be off the mic for a few weeks, but we are going this summer to devote six weeks of the summer to highlight the best episodes. Very powerful episodes and hope to recharge from the last three years we have been recording for three years 200 episodes and we have some very powerful episodes and a lot of people reach out to me hope to recharge newbies and they're asking me where do I start where should I listen to what should I listen to and I always say what are you looking for we have so many new people in our community so we want to share highlights from our most popular or very desired episodes I'll tell you one thing that you're going to be hearing about DBT and borderline personality disorder throughout the these six weeks series because they are by far, I think, the most popular episodes on the top two or three every single week. Even from episodes that we recorded two years ago, the most popular episodes. We have other episodes about grief that are popular. We have episodes about trauma in the Orthodox community. We're going to share a few of the popular episodes and we're going to highlight them. We're also going to give little clips on Instagram that you could see the actual interview. We're going to give you a sneak peek behind the scene of my interview. We usually don't show the video part of it and we're going to show little snippets on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, Instagram, go to Hope to Recharge on Instagram and just follow us and say hello and tell us about you and tell us why you're on Hope to Recharge. What brought you here? Who brought you here? How did you find us? What inspired you to listen? I was meeting with a friend a few months ago and she looked me in the face and she says, aren't you embarrassed to share what you went through? Why do you share so out loud what you went through? Doesn't it bring you shame? And I looked at her and I didn't even know what she was talking about. Why do I share? And she's like, yeah, isn't it so private? Doesn't it make you feel weak? This was her words. Doesn't it make you feel weak? And I feel weak. And then I realized as much as I'm breaking the stigma, I realized how the stigma is so strong. And I said, wow, people really still believe that mental illness is weakness. And she's my friend. And she looked me straight in the eye and she said, doesn't it make you vulnerable sharing your weaknesses? I said, my weaknesses? I feel so strong because I went through it and I battled it and I recovered and I'm now sharing with others so they can have a better life. What can be more rewarding than that? How is that weakness? So she says, depression can be weakness. Anxiety can be weakness. What you went through can be weakness. 
And I said, that's very sad that people think that way. And now even more so do I want to break the stigma and take this idea that mental illness is weakness. We don't choose it. It is awful. And every day can be a fight to exist, to survive. If you're a parent, it can also be very difficult to see your child going through mental illness. If you're a spouse, it could be so lonely and devastating. If you're a friend, sometimes you lose your friends. And how many people reach out to me and say, I lost all of my friends or my children lost all of their friends because of it. I have one client that shared with me. She was very popular on Instagram. She was an Instagrammer. And the more she shared, the more she realized that her friends were alienating her. It was so painful to her. She said, I felt like I had something to give, but then I realized that they were so scared. She really attempted suicide because she was feeling so lonely. It was horrible, really horrible. And we're doing the work so that she can feel her true authentic self and come back to herself and attract the people that validate her. Part of recovery is really attracting the people that fit your lifestyle, that are filling you up, that are inspiring to you, that are good for you, healthy, energetic, vibrant people. And that's part of recovery is knowing who can come alongside you and who is a friend that can stick around and who's not. Now, I often say friends that can't stick around doesn't mean that they're they're bad and it doesn't mean that they're weak and it doesn't mean that they're evil or they're just not nice people. It just means that they don't know. A lot of people that didn't go through mental health struggles with people that are close to them, they don't understand it. They just don't understand it. So sometimes it can be really hard. I just recently spoke to a mother that was telling me that her daughter was manic a few times and she lost all of her friends. And this daughter is trying to find her way back into society, but in a healthy way, in a healthy way. Now, I can't even tell you how many times I hear this. I hear this over and over of parents that are calling me devastated, saying, I don't understand. Why does my daughter not have friends anymore just because she was hospitalized? Or why does my son go to a school and because he was in the hospital, no one talks to him anymore? Do you sometimes feel stuck? Do you wish you can be somewhere else? Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, but you just don't know what the first step to take in order to get to that life that you're dreaming of? How did I shift from deep depression, from extreme anxiety to a thriving life, to a productive life, to a life full of joy? I put many things into practice and it's every single day. Many of you know that it's gratitude, a healthy mindset, boundaries, self-love, and one of the most important things that many people don't speak about self-forgiveness and forgiveness to others essential for healing if you want to work one-on-one with me on these topics in order to move forward towards that dream life that you have a vision of click the link below in the show notes it's a custom made program for you one-on-one with me we will develop a concrete program that you can implement in your life so you can create a better well-being click the link below looking forward to working with you We have to break this idea that we're dangerous because we have mental illness, that we are broken, that we are unworthy, that we're scary. I hear this so many times from parents over and over and they're devastated because besides the mental illness, they're also struggling with abandonment from society because they just don't know how to interact. It was two years ago. Someone was going through a very difficult manic episode. Their friends reached out to me to say, what do I do? How do I support them in the right way with protecting myself that I don't get swallowed into whatever I don't know? 
know. Now, we have to know a lot. And sometimes we have to reach out and say, can someone guide me? Can you help me? Can you hold my hand through it? We have to read about it. But um, it's, it's really how much do you want it and how much do you care? I was just reading a beautiful book. It's called Partnering. It's about different partnering, not only in uh, marriages, but in nonprofits, in organizations, in companies, in communities. And she was giving different examples about true partnering. And she was giving a, a story of a guy that went to jail and he was falsely accused and he sat in jail for three decades. And then they found out that it was a false accusation and they had proof and he went out. And his friend was committed to come visiting him every single week. He drove for 10 hours to come visit this friend. And she was talking about commitment to a relationship, commitment to a friendship, commitment to what you believe in. She said that it was the highest form of kindness. Now, I don't say that you'll have to do that. I'm just saying sometimes it could be just checking in on someone, sending them a letter, calling them. Sending them a gift, maybe even a book, or maybe just saying, thinking about you, hope you're doing well. It could be so simple, but meaning the world to the other person. It doesn't mean that you have to carry them on your shoulder and you don't have to be their therapist and you don't have to solve their problems and you don't have to figure it out for them. But a little bit of an empathy can go a long way. So I realized when that friend of mine asked me about my weaknesses and she says, don't you feel embarrassed to share your weaknesses? I realized how big the stigma is. And the more I hear from parents that calling me devastated about their children, the more I realize that it's just big time out there and it's not really getting better. And we have to teach our children. I think maybe schools can do a little bit better about inclusiveness, kindness, not judging if possible, to just be more mindful, giving the other person the benefit of the doubt and saying, you know what, they might be going through a hard day. I might not be able to solve a hard day or bad day, whatever they're going through, but I can give them some kind of support. That's what I wanted to share with you. And so the next few weeks, we are going to be sharing with you the highlights of the last three years of Hope to Recharge. A lot of people are asking me about my daily gratitude meditation. So we have a gratitude WhatsApp group. If you want to join the gratitude WhatsApp group, let me know. Send us an email. If you go to my website, hope to recharge.com, contact us, send us an email that you want to join the WhatsApp gratitude group. We have inspiration about how to practice gratitude. We share some daily moments of gratitude. It's a very quiet chat, but very inspiring. Once a week or every other week, I share a short thought for two to three minutes about how to practice gratitude. So a lot of people are asking me how I do my daily morning gratitude meditation. And it's a ritual by me. The other day, I told my son, my Max, my four-year-old, it was a day before camp started for him. Everybody else was in camp or work. He had one day off that no one of the other kids were home. So I said, you know what? Mommy's going to take the day off and we're going to spend the day together. And he was so excited. He was beyond excited. Yay, mommy's not going to be in a meeting. So he wanted to plan out the day and he planned out the whole day. So he said, mommy, you're going to take Tifera to camp. Then you're going to get dressed and you're going to put on your makeup and then you're going to say your nishmat. He knew that nishmat, it's my beginning of my gratitude meditation. He knew that I don't start my day without that. He knew it's part of my ritual. I incorporated it into my life. And there's no day that doesn't start with it. And it grounds me. It really grounds me. And throughout the day, I have little one minute gratitude meditation, or I could do a gratitude affirmation, or I could do just sitting with my breath in gratitude. And every night before I go to sleep, I fall asleep with a gratitude meditation. So my morning gratitude meditation is the most powerful one that I use. I shake it up every day, what comes up for me. I'm going to record one and I'm going to publish it in the next day or two because a lot of people are asking me me to share some insights on what do we do in a gratitude meditation? How does it work? And it ignites something in your soul that starts 
noticing and cultivating gratitude throughout your day, then even a hard day, you feel blessed. Even a hard day, you feel blessed. And I'm going to share with you what happens to a mind that is just cultivating gratitude. The last weekend, I was very sick with a stomach bug. I have food poisoning from something and I woke up in the morning and I was so sick. I was throwing up and I was just, I couldn't get out from the bathroom to my bed for more than a few minutes. I was weak. Every smell was just making me sick. And it was on a Friday, which I love cooking. And my son just came back from Israel the day before. And I was feeling really so bad for myself because I had a lot to do that day. It's my favorite day getting ready for Shabbat. And I just was feeling so bad for myself. But I was feeling weak and I was feeling lousy. But at the same time, the entire day in bed, running back and forth to the bathroom and just feeling weak and not knowing how I'm going to ever eat again, I just said, thank God I'm not on an airplane. Thank God I have a bed. Thank God I have a door to my room. Thank God I have a toilet. Thank God I have a sink. Thank God I have watering water. Thank God I have options. Thank God I have kids that can help me. Thank God I have a husband that's supportive. Thank God I have doctors that I can call to find out what's wrong. Thank God I have nausea medicine. And this was going on with me the entire day. Now it's automatic. I'm sharing this not to say, oh, look how great I am. Oh, I practice gratitude even when I was very sick. Trust me, I was feeling really lousy and I was not feeling very enthusiastic and spiritual and all that. But my brain was constantly on automatic just counting the blessings of what was going right for me that Friday and Shabbat. It was for two days. When I was starting to feel better, my gratitude went to the next level. Wow, I can swallow matzah. Wow, I just swallowed Gatorade and I didn't throw it up. Wow, I just left my bed and I went downstairs. Another deep level of gratitude. Now it happens automatically when you start cultivating gratitude into your life and it just life becomes more rich, more expansive, more exciting, more rewarding. And then you feel like you're so lucky. You're so lucky with all the struggles in your life. You suddenly feel so blessed and lucky. Now some days are harder and some days we're just not in the mood and some days we're more inspired. But the more you practice gratitude, it just becomes that second nature, that knee-jerk reaction action. It just becomes. And it's not because you're spiritual. It's not because you're holy. And it's not because you're a great person. It's because you trained your mind to see the good. And when you train your mind to see the good, you're going to start seeing the good and you're going to start inviting good. And then good is going to start pouring into your life. And you probably have so much good in your life that we don't even see. I'm talking to myself. We still, I still like as much as I practice, I need another thousand years to practice even more because I still complain. There's a great book. I talk about it often. It's called A Complaint-Free World. And it talks about how much we complain compared to how much we say thank you. How much do we complain to how much do we say thank you? I went to a PT. I did something when I was throwing up. I pulled something in my back and my feet were spasming. And I had these terrible pain going down my feet 24-7. It was very hard for me to sleep or to walk because of these shooting pains were going down my leg. And I'm like, I can live with the pain, but God forbid if something happened to my spine or whatever. And he said that from the throwing up, I just pinched a nerve in my back. I went to him and I told him what was going on. He said, I don't really know what you have, but I'm, we're going to do some adjustment and some exercises. The next day it disappeared. It disappeared. Now he said to me, come back in two days and we're going to do some more treatment. He didn't think it's going to go away so fast. And I said, you know what? Maybe I should cancel the appointment. And I said, no, I'm going to go just to say thank you. I'm going to go to the appointment even though I don't need him anymore because it disappeared. The pain disappeared after two, three days of chronic pain shooting down my legs and there was no relief. And I went in and I said, I came back even though I'm feeling 
all better, 100% better. But I came back because I want to personally look at you and say thank you for whatever you did from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for taking my worry away. Thank you for bringing my legs back. And thank you for taking my pain away. And thank you for being so kind. I think he's 70 years old, 75. He started tearing up and he said to me, I'm doing this for 30 something years and almost no one comes to thank me. They come with their problems, but no one comes to really thank me to say I'm better. They thank him along the way, like just generally, but he said, no one just comes to say thank you. And it was such a lesson. Let's remember as much as we complain, let's double or at least match the thank yous. Okay, as much as we complain, at least match the thank yous. And I think it should be also with our spouses. I think it should be with our children. As much as we complain about them or as much as we were frustrated with them, we also have to be grateful to them for what they are, for what they bring to us, for what they do. Remember that. I think Rabbi Orlowick says that if you complain, if you rebuke or you say something negative or you or you give harsh words to your children, you have to double it or triple it, I think. I have to ask Ari, but something like that. Like has to be way more positive than the negative. I'm talking to myself here because I am not on that level. I am not. I have to work on that more and more. And literally I'm talking to myself. Thank you for being here. Remember, if you're on Spotify, please give us a rating. If you're on iTunes, review and ratings. Please share this with anybody that you think can gain out of mental health relationships, cultivating honesty and integrity within ourselves, within our communities. We're here to grow together and in mental health together is better. Thank you for all you do. And again, if you have any questions, reach out through either social media or through our email if you want to contact us. Bye till next time. Thank you for listening till the end. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. And Mental Health Together is better. You being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com and see what other offerings we have there for your mental health well-being. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Bye till next time. Looking to reduce your anxiety and stress, relax your muscles, or get a better night's sleep? Check out Maxifies.com 100% legal hemp, where you can find doctor-formulated, lab-certified, high-quality CBD oils, tinctures, and other items, cultivated, grown, harvested, and packaged in the United States, and available in different sizes and strength formulas. Check out Maxifies.com, that's M-A-X-I-F-Y-Z.com, and use coupon code HOPE to get 10% off your order, plus free shipping. That's Maxifies.com.